Hey guys, it's Lee Ehrenberg, Grumpy, saying hey from the Florida Dragon Con. Enjoy the Once Upon a Time podcast and watch us starting September 30th. The magic is coming. You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time podcast, episode 49. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. Hello, Bobbit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear him say that. <laughs> I'm Jenny. And I'm very happy that Grumpy called in. That was nice. Awesome. Actually, who got that recorded? That was Rava. Rava. Yeah, Rava went to Dragon Con. She got Raphael Sabarge, uh, the voicemail that we played two weeks ago, and then this one, and also there's one other one that she got for us. So thank you so much, Rava, yeah, for sending that in. That's awesome. And uh, she also sent, she posted some pictures around in the forums over at oncepodcast.com. And by the way, oncepodcast.com, check it out. We've got blog posts, our previous podcast episodes, and if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, now is the time to do it because Once Upon a Time is coming back in the United States at, on September 30th, 2012. So we would love for you to be subscribed so you won't miss any of these episodes. We have our initial reactions right after the episode is recorded. We do that live on Sunday nights at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time, or that's 8.30, 8.15 p.m. Central Time. And that's for those who get to see it within that first hour that it's the United States we record those, post it online, and then we have our regular shows will be at at uh, 8.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time on Wednesdays, every Wednesday after there is a show on TV. So check out all of that, the schedule, and more over at oncepodcast.com. And you can get the show notes and any pictures and images and links and all of that that we mentioned for this episode over at oncepodcast.com slash 49. We are a week and a half away. <laughs> 10 days, 11 hours, 28 minutes, and 38 <laughs> seconds, actually. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? People listening are probably like, no, we're now. <laughs> yeah, well, at this moment live. Yes. We are so excited about season two coming up. And since we've been doing this podcast, bi-weekly during the summer and during this hiatus, we're actually going to squeeze in one more bonus episode right before the season premiere starts on Sunday, September 30th. So next week, which will be Wednesday, September 26th, we will have another episode. It will be recorded live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx slash live. And this is going to be very focused on what you think is going to happen in season two. We'll have live call-ins. We'll have feedback that you send to us. We'll have some stuff from the forums. So you can email your stuff in. You can call it in or wait until that day and call in and talk with us live as we're doing it. Now, no spoilers. That episode will be completely spoiler-free. If you have a theory that's based on a spoiler, this isn't a chance to share it. No, save that for later. But next week's episode, completely spoiler-free. And today, we'll share some spoilers, but it will be at the very end of the episode. So the episode will end, then we'll have spoilers if you want to stick around for that. Spoilers rot your brain. <laughs> yes. They're like sweets. Or so, something. Yeah. Worse than sweets. Well, you know who is better than sweets? Our sponsors for these episodes. <laughs> wow. And big thanks to Sandra for sponsoring this episode of One's Podcast. And thanks, Sandra. Sandra. Thanks, Sandra. Is it like Sandra D? Uh, Sandra. <laughs> she has been a very faithful sponsor, sponsoring almost every episode of One's Podcast. And we really appreciate that because it costs to host this podcast. So please, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, Go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And even if you're not able to sponsor an episode, please thank the people who do. And we really appreciate it. It really helps a lot with the expenses of running the website and the podcast and everything. 
Thanks. So we've got some news first to talk about. <laughs> Have you guys played the Untold oh. Stories game? Yes, I played it for a minute. I like how you're moving your hands like <laughs> rumble stiltskin while you say that. I played it for a minute, couldn't figure out what to do, and didn't have any more time. I watched you play it a little bit. <laughs> and I know a lot of people in our live chat room tonight have also played it, and there are some interesting things about it. Now, I wrote a blog post about this that's got some slight spoilers of the game, not spoilers of the show necessarily. But if you go to oncepodcast.com slash untold stories, you can read the blog post there and get the link to the Facebook app. But uh, it's an app from the official page for Once Upon a Time from ABC. So if you go to facebook.com slash onceabc, that's their official Facebook page. And they've got this app on there that you can play. It's kind of a game kind of an informational app. It's It requires Flash, so you need to play it on a desktop computer and probably need a big screen or zoom out in some way. But it's got some really interesting things on it. Some of them have been removed, actually. Oh, really? Yes. There's a journal inside where it has a list of all of these names. So do you think they decided they were giving away too much information about the new season? <laughs> Honestly, I think it was a typo. Oh. Because in the journal, the first half of the journal lists several characters, and it gives dates in 2009, fall of 2009. So I think they're kind of thinking in their minds that Once Upon a Time starts near at the end of 2009. What did we say before? We were saying 2008, 2000s. We were thinking 2008 or 2009. Now, well, no, we were thinking a little earlier than that. Um, because 2008 was my earliest guess. Uh, well, because I thought I saw a wine bottle that said 2007. <laughs> well, but I thought the news article said 96. Oh, so Henry was probably born in 96 or 97, right? And he's 10. Yeah, that was him. But I've said all along now, it doesn't have to be the first scene, but I've said that there very well could be a time jump coming as in they skip part of the story and then fill us in as we go yeah and i I think that would be cool to see that Um, but we've also heard or seen some stuff from the writers basically saying that they don't intend storybrook to have a specific date oh that's odd they want it to be a bit timeless okay which i'm i'm fine with that if if we know that that's the way they want to do it then okay, I'll stop looking for dates on everything if they intend it to be kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. So that can make sense why there are certain things. And some of this stuff could just be prop glitches. But on the app, it has, uh, here's a list of names in the a book that's in this app. Ruby, Granny, Emma Swan, Mary Margaret, Regina Mills, Ashley, Leroy, Sydney Glass, Unnamed Patient, mm. Dr. Whale, David Nolan, Mr. Gold, and Marco. Now, everyone up through Ashley has dates in October 2009, starting with October 12th, then going through, I'm sorry, uh, Ashley is then on December 2nd, 2009. Then it hits on this, uh, as you flip the pages, it starts with Leroy, and it says January 13, 2019, a 10-year jump. Now... I think since then, the dates have been removed. So I really think this was simply a typo. Oh, that could be. Trying to go from 2009, logically, into January 2010. Oh, they just hit nine still, or left Yeah, they accidentally left the nine in there, so you end up with 2019. Okay. I think that's entirely logical, and they've since removed the dates. You look at the (laughs) app now, and you don't see any dates on anything. I'm like, why do we even have those days? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I don't know uh, why they put those dates, but I really think that that odd thing in there was totally a glitch. But there's this thing, an unnamed patient, that it just simply describes as a blonde, and it uses B-L-O-N-D-E, which is the feminine form of the word blonde. Is there a masculine mm -hmm, form? Without the E at the end is the masculine form. In American English, without the E at the end is masculine. With the E at the end is feminine. I've never heard this before. I'm looking it up right now. It's one of the few 
American English words that has gender associated with That's it. Weird. I mean, like uh, neutral. Well, I guess it's not a neutral word. But isn't word. that too complicated for blondes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This is a comedy. <laughs> Just kidding. So, blondes and blondes. So the fact, I have two different spellings. The fact that it names... A, a, well, it says unnamed patient and some other cryptic, well, very little cryptic information. It says uh, that the access denied by hospital note in here, and there's no actual picture of a person. I'm thinking maybe Sleeping Beauty. Or that guy that was sweeping in the basement. <laughs> he wasn't blonde. And that's entire, <laughs> he's not anyone significant. That's a nod to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, a movie. Say it again. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Just about here to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I think it might be Sleeping Beauty because although they don't have to copy Disney stuff, they do uh, it a lot. And in Disney, Aurora from Sleeping Beauty was blonde. Cinderella True. was blonde too, but we've already seen Cinderella. And in fact, Ashley is listed in this book. Now, it's very odd that certain other characters aren't listed in this book, like August. What is the book? Yeah. This is Archie's files on people. It's kind <laughs> of some psychological notes on people. And there are some clues on maybe who Dr. Whale might be mm. in here. And ABC hinted at that. Well, I guess everybody was smarter than I am because I was just kind of like, yeah, Dr. Whale. <laughs> or maybe I was interested for a while and then... I ran out of theories long before other people did. And so I started to just, just to help myself cope with the anticipation, I told myself it wasn't important. <laughs> My theories are that he's either the Wizard of Oz or my latest theory is Captain Nemo. Because I remembered the Disney 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea now. where Kirk Douglas <laughs> sings a song a whale of a tail. A whale of a tail. <laughs> He's Ursula. Don't you know? <laughs> He's Ursula. Oncepodcast.com slash Tumblr. Maybe he's Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> he's <Ooh>. blonde. <laughs> oh, my. Awkward. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and uh, But there is another theory out there from... I can't remember which of our listeners, but they're going to send this in to me and describe it completely, that they think there is solid evidence that he might be frankenstein (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy but their evidence is like whoa this is either way too coincidental like awb a wooden boy that was purely coincidence for august w booth but the the number of things that they point out it's like wow that sounds like it could be so how is that even a story anybody wants to tell (laughs) it's a story book story book yeah. but he ah uh, like, i don't know remember pinocchio is not a fairy tale Tec- well i mean it's not among the Grimm's fairy tales pinocchio was a book alice in wonderland was a book yeah um midas was greek mythology also in books but <laughs> the thing is uh, whatever i don't know if there's no reset on the curse as some theorized then uh I imagine we'll find out who he is pretty darn quickly. Yeah. I I think so. I think he'll be a major player in season two. And in the chat room, Stephanie is saying something about uh, maybe Rapunzel for the unnamed blonde. That could be possible, too. Yeah, Dr. Whale could be Rapunzel. (laughs) No, Dr. Whale is in the book, too. Basically, I'm just ready for the premiere. Just now. Yeah, week and a half away. Start. Well, 10 days, 11 hours, 17 minutes, and 10 seconds. (laughs) And getting ready for the premiere, Adam, uh, Eddie Kitsis and Adam <laughs> Horwitz have launched an official audio podcast for Once Upon a Time. They have. Yeah. And now this is completely different from the official video podcast that's also there, but you can jump to this easily by going to oncepodcast.com slash official podcast. No spinning that takes hat you, required. <laughs> that takes you to the iTunes listing and hopefully they get it in other podcast directories too, but... Uh, They have a podcast where they're answering questions on Facebook. Now, they're taking the easier questions, like the the ones that they can answer without giving (laughs) things away. Who is Snow White in Storybrooke? (laughs) (laughs) One of the interesting questions that came up in their second episode is they were talking about Jefferson and Wonderland. 
And they said they implied that the curse actually did affect other worlds because that's how Jefferson got to be here. So that could be really interesting. And maybe a story element in season two is that we'll discover that other worlds have been affected and Regina or Rumpelstiltskin didn't realize that. So maybe we're going to see other characters from other worlds coming to Storybrooke because they've been cursed. Or maybe the lifting of our curse is the setting of a curse in another world. Hmm. Like Twilight Zone thing. (laughs) I figure with this show, if it makes my brain start to hurt, it's probably not going to be the truth of the story. Some people would say the stuff that happens already makes their brains hurt. That's true. Hurting brains are a relative thing. And even things that seem brain hurting when we say them, sometimes they can work around and present them in a way that works. Yeah. So check out their podcast. And if you want to send questions for them, then go to facebook.com slash once ABC. That's the official page for their uh, that ABC has for it. And you can join our Facebook page and send us questions there too, or chat with others over at facebook.com slash once podcast. And a couple other news items here. I can't remember if I said this two weeks ago, but season two is available as a season pass on iTunes. Mm -hmm. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. And if you decide to get that, please use our affiliate link and uh, that helps support the show. A season pass is where you pay up front. It's about $46 and you get the high definition versions downloaded to your computer the day after the show airs on TV. Have you already given them your affiliate link? It, It will be in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so go to oncepodcast.com slash 49. And if you get the season pass, then you also get downloads of some of the specials from the season one DVD and Blu-ray, including the Blu-ray exclusive with Josh Dallas. So that's cool. And one last bit of news. There's been a lot of news besides uh, some of the more obvious things going on, which are very spoilery. One other bit of news is Once Upon a Time is finally on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which works great for our rewatch. And the last one is this Sunday, the 23rd of September, 2012. Oncepodcast.com slash rewatch if you want to join us. If you think about it, it's pretty quickly. They added it pretty quickly after the DVDs were released. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that bad. They were waiting until they received the DVDs so they could rip them into their computers and then stream them That's exactly how that (laughs) works, I'm sure. So check that out. If you don't have a Netflix membership already, I will have an affiliate link for that also in the show notes. Or I think I'll have oncepodcast.com slash Netflix working if you want to join Netflix for whatever it costs per month. And then you can watch Once Upon a Time season one, by the way. Don't expect season two to be on there. That would be premature since it doesn't exist. That's it for the major news. Uh, Lana Perea won an award um, for something. Well, but that's major news to her. (laughs) And there have been other little things here and there, some casting things, which we consider spoilers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But let's get into our main discussion. We've got some interesting theories in from... Our listeners, some stuff to read, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on these, and I know they want to hear our thoughts on them as well. This came in from uh, Olivia, and this is a really good observation here. Olivia says, Hello, everyone. I'm new to the podcast, so I've been catching up the last couple weeks. Several episodes ago, you were discussing if maybe Mr. Gold found Henry because Balefire is Henry's father. I don't think that works because Mr. Gold thought August was Balefire and he can't or couldn't have thought August was Henry's father. He talked to Emma about August and there wasn't anything in her conversation or her reaction to him that would have led Gold to believe she and August had a prior relationship. I think this is really good picking up on something that I didn't think about. It's possible that I thought we even talked about it. Well, we've talked about the possibility of Henry's father being Balefire. Yes. But she's pointing out that if Mr. Gold thought August was Balefire, and if Balefire is Henry's father, 
then Emma would have reacted differently. Yeah, but Mr. Gold probably wouldn't have known that that um, Balefire and Emma know each other. It could still be. That would be a huge coincidence anyway. Yeah. If if Emma, of all the men in the world, picked Balefire, that would be like a huge coincidence. Just saying. She probably picked a married yeah. man. Well, I think I said before, I mean, he could have been looking for her for some reason, but... How? I mean, why, how would he know that Maybe she's he even the there? Book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out, Gary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting observation. I I don't know, because the amount of time that Mr. Gold suspected August was Balefire was so short that I don't think there was enough time for him to start questioning these other things and his emotions were getting into it and blinding him to certain things well no yeah i mean i don't know (laughs) olivia continues on also i kind of don't want bay to be henry's father because emma applies implies he's a jerk and i don't want bay to have turned into a jerk plus henry is already related to most of the characters in some way the charming family tree doesn't need any more connections to magical evil characters well, yeah, I mean, that could all be a misunderstanding. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll see how it turns out. I think we will see who Balefire really is, and we can finally stop talking about it. <laughs> but Olivia says, love the discussion. Hope you're all well. Can't wait for season two. Neither can we. Gary? I just want to say that at the end of everything. <laughs> we also got uh, interesting idea here from Reva. Says, I was watching The Return, and which we, by the way, just recently watched with the rewatch. <laughs> that sounds crazy. And the Blue Fairy said that Rumpelstiltskin's magic is not supposed to be in this world, referring to Enchanted Forest world. So the Dark One came from another realm originally. I would hazard to guess. I wonder which one. And I don't know about that because, well, let me play the actual clip of the conversation yeah. between the Blue Fairy and Balefire. There's something dark in your life. My father. He's the dark one. Oh. I can't make him the man he was before. But I can send him someplace where he won't be able to use his powers. Not a jail. I want to be with him. Like it used to be. Not a jail, young one. Just a place without magic. But magic is everywhere. In this world, yes. You see, what ails your father is specific to our realm. His powers do not belong here. You must go where you can escape this wretched curse. I, and even the last time we rewatched it, I said that line made no sense. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because then I was like, wait, what line? I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that the original dark one came from a different world it sounds like she the blue fairy is simply saying that what ails him is dark magic and dark magic has no place in this world because this world is supposed to be where happy endings are and dark magic is uh, his curse on him and so by sending him to a land without magic our world well dark magic dark curse doesn't work there and all of that. So I wouldn't really say that the Dark One is from another world. It's possible, but I don't think we can really get that from that quotation. And then Reva continued saying, also, I had an idea for how Regina might be able to one-up Mr. Gold. It probably won't happen, but I was thinking that the apple Snow slash Henry ate is still around somewhere in tart form. (laughs) What if somehow... I think Emma would have thrown that thing away. (laughs) What if somehow Regina got Belle to take a bite? Actually, Emma has it, and it's in a bag, and it's evidence. Dr. Whale has Oh, any other person ingests that tart, they will have jumped the tart. <laughs> but here's here's the interesting theory part of this. Now, the only way to save her would be for Mr. Gold to kiss her, but in doing so, he'd have to accept that his own curse slash power was broken as well. And if he mm. killed Regina out of revenge before he gave up his power, well, he said that killing for revenge 
for vengeance puts you on a dark path where love can't penetrate. So that can't tantamount to abandoning Belle, too. This is all assuming that True Love's Kiss and Rumpelstiltskin's Curse work the same way in Storybrooke. Anyway, which we really can't. What do you think? From Rava. It's creative. Definitely, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I wouldn't necessarily say the tart is going to have a place still in season two, but it could be interesting to see some kind of situation where Rumpelstiltskin is locked like that. Either he does the, either he loses his magic and gains Bell back or he loses Bell and keeps his magic, but he's been in that place before. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the main theme that his story will have for a little while. Mm-hmm. Could be. And we got an email from Becky with an I, and Becky sent in a special little anniversary gift because we said that recently Jenny and I celebrated our second anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary to us. So Becky sent in this lovely little picture of some Once Upon a Time characters that will have this picture in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 49. And she drew this and made this herself. There's uh, Red Riding Hood, Belle, Snow White, <laughs> Prince Charming, Rumpelstiltskin, Whoa. and Evil Queen Regina. That's so awesome. That is great. Yeah, this is some great work here. I love uh, it. Yeah, Becky... Thank you so much for this. This is really cool. We're going to have this in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 49 because we would love for all of you to see this as well. All their magical items are glowing. (laughs) (laughs) And Red has a tail. (laughs) (laughs) Is that teacup magic? Is the the what magic? Belle's teacup. She's holding her teacup. Oh, yeah. It's just a cup. It's just a cup. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, we haven't watched it too much or anything. <laughs> it's just a cup. But we will have that uh, in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 49 to check that out. And and let Becky know how great of a job yeah. that she did with that. Jeremy, you're so much better at saying Rubble Silskin's lines than I am. Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were thinking maybe like on Robert Carlyle, Carlyle's birthday, we should have a talk like Rumpelstiltskin day. Where pretty much you just have to end everything you say with the word, with the name, theory. It's like today, while we're recording this, September 19th, it's International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Theory. <laughs> International Talk Like a Rumpelstiltskin Pirate Day. <laughs> You're a codfish. Yes. Theory. <laughs> One last non-spoiler email to share is from April. Hi, my name is April. I know I've missed the in-depth discussion of Dr. Whale's identity, but I had a great theory. Facebook has an app for Once Upon a Time, and they gave a clue to whom he might be in Dr. Hopper's journal. It says he has godlike tendencies or something like that, so I'm guessing he's going to be Zeus or Hercules. Tendencies? <gasps> He could totally be Hercules. Uh, yeah, but he's kind of not muscular. Not Herculean. I, at this point, I would say it's not necessarily out of the picture to include another Greek mythology. Because, yeah, but he's not muscular. <laughs> true. Hercules is like Maybe that's huge. his curse. <laughs> oh. Although we've never seen him without a shirt on. Yeah, oh, but awkward. Hercules is chiseled. Yeah. I mean, with a shirt on and without a shirt on. <laughs> but April says they already introduced Greek mythology with King Midas, and I would also say uh, Lake Nostos. So it may be a possibility. Zeus was also a ladies' man, and we saw Dr. Whale's smooth techniques with the ladies of Storybrook. Yeah, I'd say so not much. so smooth. <laughs> Just my thoughts. Check out the app when you get a chance. Thanks, April. We've seen Dr. Whale creeping everybody out, and... <laughs> and Mary Margaret was desperate. I don't know. <laughs> He's not exactly quite the ladies' man, actually, I think. Well, there's uh, the evidence. I really want to get this information from, uh, I can't remember who it was that well, said Well, Ruby it. called him a lech. Yeah. Okay, I hope the first person to speak 
in the premiere is him or somebody's talking to him and they say his name because <laughs> I just, yes. Well, yeah, that would be awesome. He could be anybody is basically what I've gotten from the discussion. In the chat room, August <laughs> W. Booth is saying whale plus God equals Poseidon. Uh, 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 uh. I don't know anything about Greek mythology. The show wouldn't be quite as fun if they did a lot of it. And we're back to thinking that he's Ursula. It all comes back to that, really. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know what? We'll have... I'll put that... The, I'll put the little animation in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 49 so you can check out what we laugh about often. I posted it... <laughs> I posted it on our Tumblr account too. Just something funny that someone else did. I can't find who did it, but David Anders, who plays Dr. Whale, tweeted it himself. And I thought, oh, this is totally <laughs> hilarious. Gotta be sure this. My face on that. Uh, I think I tweet it too. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for our non spoiler discussion. Now, keep in mind, Next week, we're, we are switching back. I'll say it now. We are switching back to our weekly format. So next week, September 26th, we'll be having a live Once Upon a Time podcast at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four over at noodle.mx slash live. And you can join us for that. We will be talking all about theories for season two, last minute theories for season two. We've had all summer to think about it, talk about it. We've been doing a lot of conversations about things related to season one over the summer and stuff that we didn't notice, especially with the rewatch that's been really helping to see certain things that we hadn't seen before. So next week on September 26th, if you can make it, please join our live show. But also send us your feedback for that episode of what are your last minute theories. Now, please don't base your theories on spoilers. If it's based on a spoiler, then share it in the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums so that there's a special section over there where you can uh, share spoilers or share theories based on spoilers. But we'll also be taking live call-ins on the same voicemail number that we use for our normal feedback. So send your feedback and ideas to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. And you can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and record a message from your computer. Keep that phone number handy because that will be the live call-in number on September 26th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four. Noodle.mx slash live. Show notes for this episode will be over at oncepodcast.com slash 49. And check out everything else we've shared and do over at oncepodcast.com. We've got the blogs over there, the previous podcast episodes, the super active forums, which are about to explode when season two starts. We've got stuff over there already have the first four episode titles for season two. You can look at the forums for that information and share your theories about what you think each of those episodes will be about and share spoilers as you find them and so much more over at oncepodcast.com. Com. Please follow the show on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash once podcast. And something we'd love for you to keep an eye on is the podcast awards <laughs> are starting up. In, Sound like you just said podcast. In October, the podcast awards are where you can nominate your favorite shows for uh, awards best in certain categories and please the way it works you can only send nominations once Uh, yeah us once but when the voting starts you can vote every day for any shows that you want so get all of the shows together that you want to nominate for a podcast award get those together and then when the nomination opens up over at podcastawards.com please nominate us in the tv category it's tv film and tv or tv and movies category but please nominate us there for that the once 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 upon a time podcast or just once podcast with our web address will be great i have a blog post that shows where to put this and instructions and stuff and more over at oncepodcast.com so please follow each of us as well on twitter i'm daniel j lewis and you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny's Nook. And also follow our friend Dan Flynn, who will be back soon. 
at twitter.com slash Design. Check out everything else we do over at oncepodcast.com and our new podcast to join the Noodle Mix network beyond the to-do list. It's all at noodle.mx. So until next time, have a happy ever after and thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed over at noodle.mx. And now we're going to go into our spoilers section. So if you don't want to be spoiled for anything, then head out now. Spoilers! Now these are just going to be some minor spoilers. I do have a little bit more of a major spoiler about what the next episode of Once Upon a Time the season premiere will be about, but I'm going to save that for the very, very end of the spoilers section. So if you don't want to hear that part, then you can stop this podcast right before we get to that, because I'll warn you just before we say that. But these are some minor spoilers. I love that we have different degrees of spoilers (laughs) at this point. Yeah, well, minor spoilers like casting news, what characters are going to be covered. Major spoilers are plot points pictures of things that are going to happen oh yeah yeah but they're all lumped into spoilers a spoiler to us just to remember remind you is anything known about a future episode anything that's what we consider a spoiler they casting characters like stuff under their hats very well um some things they are but then press releases and stuff have to come out that do include basic ep- episode descriptions and I'll publish some of these on the blog as they come out as well. But I have uh, a couple things to share, uh, some feedback based on some spoilers here. First of all, we got an email in from Clockwatcher. said, Hi, awesome podcasters. I was just on ABC's new Once Upon a Time app and saw something interesting. I know we've been talking about Captain Hook. Now, one of the reasons we've been talking about this is one of the teaser videos that was released at Comic-Con showed Captain Hook. So Captain Hook is obviously going to be in season two. We know that for several reasons. And uh, so Clockwatcher says, the hook's been in almost every preview. And when I was on the app, the Facebook app, I saw it on Rumpel's desk in his shop. Is this just a place that they threw it in, threw it, or is it a clue? Rumpel isn't Hook. Last I checked, he has two hands. Mm -hmm. But if this is a hint, then I'd say Rumpel definitely has some relation to Captain Hook. What do you guys think? I think he was just collecting stuff, Mm -hmm. like he always does. The way the Facebook app actually works is it's talking about all of these different things that he's collected. Stuff that we haven't seen that he has collected in the show. But we know Captain Hook will be in season two. And in that little teaser video from Comic-Con, they show a character. You don't get to see the character's face, but they show him break into Mr. Gold's shop. And break steal some glass, the hook. Yeah, and get the hook. And so, put it on. <laughs> so the <laughs> hook is just something Rumpelstiltskin collected. Now, my guess from all observations, it seems that the Facebook app is supposed to take place between seasons one and two, not after season two starts. So if season two contains the part where Hook breaks into Mr. Gold's shop and steals the Hook back, then that makes sense that the Hook is there. And I think Mr. Gold just collected it, or Rumpelstiltskin collected it somehow, because he's got all of these other things from people. He had the genie lamp, in there we've seen that in several episodes and he has had all of these other things that belong to people inside of his shop how did all that stuff get in his story broke i just suddenly wondered he wrote the curse so he must have had some way of collecting all of these things hmm. but also keep in mind almost everyone has carried something over from fairy tale land you're right like mary margaret had the ring regina had plenty of things yeah. Jefferson had things and, and uh, yeah. Clockwatcher says, thanks so much for the podcast. I love them and they're so amazing. I can't wait to see the next one and the once marathon tonight. Uh, that was on TV last week. 
then we also got this voicemail in that um, I'm going to save that voicemail for after one email. Tina wrote in to say that she was in Disneyland in California. Jenny, have you ever been to Disneyland? No. I used to live about an hour or so away from Disneyland, so I've I got to go to there Disney a lot. I've been to Disney World. Yeah, very similar. And I've been to Epcot. Well, Disneyland is in California. Disney World is in Florida. And Disneyland being in California, closer to Hollywood. And Tina was there at the same day as Eddie Kitsis, Adam Horowitz, and a bunch of other Once Upon a Time writers wow. were there. Did they have like a panel discussion for everybody? No, they were they were in the park going to different rides, she... doing research. What? Yes. So she said, <laughs> Tina said that she followed them around that a little like bit. That sounds like fun research. And she said that uh, the main things, the definite things that stood out to her that they visited, because they spent a lot of time at certain rides and different places in uh-huh. Disneyland, the main places where they hung out were Peter, Plan- Peter Pan's flight. Do you know, I have a story about that. I have yet to see Peter Pan's flight. Is that what it's called? I guess. I never... I was re- too short. Oh, that's a musical or something? It's a ride. Okay. It's, it is in Disney World anyway. I was too short to see anything. Oh. So we're going to go about it one day and ride <laughs> Peter Pan's flight. I don't think it was there when I lived in California, which was the early 90s. Probably wasn't there. A lot has changed. But uh, so Peter Pan's flight, Alice in Wonderland. <gasps> Yay. Which that's really interesting. Now, this is this last summer that she saw them there. So that means they might be revisiting Alice in Wonderland or revisiting Wonderland in some way. Really interesting. We know Jefferson is coming back. Well, she is a Disney princess, kind of. I mean, she's not a princess, but she's with the princesses. She's in that group. Hmm. And then the third one, now she said she did watch them visit many things, but the third one she definitely remembers 100% is the Little Mermaid. Yay! Oh, I'm so happy. So uh, this was about two or three months ago that they visited, and Tina got to hang out and kind of spy on them. We should go. We should go. <laughs> and hope that we end up there at the same time as Kitsis and Horowitz, too. <laughs> Why were they doing research? Well, because Disney, Disneyland. Disney owns ABC, and a lot of the ways that... Once Upon a Time is retelling these stories comes inspired by Disney. Because after all, Disney, I think, really popularized some of the fairy tales to this modern generation. Most of the ways people remember fairy tales today are because of the Disney versions that they watched on TV. Well, yeah, that's how I remember him. So Disney has a very strong influence on how the writers are doing things in Once Upon a Time. So they're going, looking at how did Disney interpret this or how can we carry over some of these themes i wonder how they like asked for permission to go on that little field trip (laughs) can we go to disneyland and do research (laughs) yeah that would be awesome i want to see the once upon a time episode based on splash mountain (laughs) or space mountain either of those would be cool you know my favorite thing is at disney world what the haunted mansion it's my favorite I was never allowed to go. Aww. We'll have to go sometime. We will. We'll go, I promise. So thank you very much, for Tina, for being the little spy there and following them around. And really appreciate that little tip. Now, uh, Otter Boxes. Otter. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says it in her <laughs> voicemail, but she sent this voicemail that is uh, heavily, it's her theories based on some of the spoilers that have already come out. All right. Hello, everyone from Once Podcast. I'm Marie, or, well, you know me from my nickname, uh, Waterbox. Um, I've been able to join the Once Upon a Time rewatches and some of the podcasts. I hope you're doing fine. Um, I just wanted to uh, talk about this theory that I have after watching all the spoilers that are coming out these last few days. Um, I'm particularly going to talk about um, the book that Cora is holding um, in the last picture that we um, saw on 
on internet about her. Um, my theory is the follow is is this. Um, I believe that uh, the book, which is also the book that Regina is holding when Henry is um, tied to the tree or something, um, I think that it's a spell book, and I think that Regina is trying to look for it or find it, and in the fairy tale world, we're going to know um, a lot more about this book. I believe that... Since Regina, um, when she was good, she didn't have any magic. I suppose that this book helped her um, uh, gain the power. And also, um, I think that she's going to need it again for the world, for our world. Because um, she might have trouble um, enacting curses or um, uh, putting spells on people. So she's going to use it in order to um, have more power or equal the power that uh, Mr. Gold or Rumpelstiltskin uh, has or will have in Storybrooke. So I think that um, it, that's, that's what the book is about. Um, I cannot wait. I simply cannot wait to see more. Um, and I've enjoyed a lot um, our our meetings. Um, I've I've enjoyed being on the Once podcast a lot. Thank you very much for everything. And um, just wanted to say hola from Argentina. Take care. Wow! Awesome call from Argentina. Mm -hmm. That's a great theory there too. A spell book. Yeah, that could be interesting, especially if it's Cora, then that, oh, the, the kind of story that this could be that maybe Regina steals the spell book from Cora, discovers how to use magic and uses the magic against Cora. So that would make Cora a witch. Well, yeah. Or? I think kind of the general idea in magic is that there always has to be a spell book of some sort. Like the curse was he said he wrote the curse on a parchment. Um, and that's how Regina got it it's from like, the left It's like side. a recipe. Yeah. Kind of. Right? Mm -hmm. Dragon's so, claws and bee's knees and all so that. So since magic is everywhere in the enchanted forest, they could just like do it like recipes, mm -hmm. like pull magic from here and magic from the there. The heart of the thing you love the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so great theory there. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that is and when that is. That's interesting since we had theorized before that that Cora had somehow gotten her magic from Rumpelstiltskin mm -hmm. whenever, you know, whenever he spun straw into gold for her as the Miller's maybe, daughter. Maybe she still did somehow. Maybe Cora somehow stole this book from Rumpelstiltskin. Ooh, or maybe. Yeah, there, there could be so much. Or Yeah, but at that point... Rumpelstiltskin wasn't Rumpelstiltskin, right? No, he was. He was. Um, Regina takes place hundreds of years after Rumpelstiltskin becomes the Dark One. Really? Yeah. Well, what about Bay? Bay was hundreds of years before as well. Well, I'd be old. If if time if when he jumped to our world, he jumped uh, only worlds, but I think he also jumped time because, <sighs> in fact... Rumpelstiltskin says that in the episode The Return, when he thought August was Bay, he said you crossed time and space oh. or something like that. But he did say time. <laughs> so I think really Bay jumped not only worlds, but time. That's why he's not hundreds of years old in our world. I think. It would be cool if Bay was Peter Pan and he never grew up. <laughs> that, that is a theory. Uh, yeah, we got that theory in from someone. Now, one last spoiler that I'll share, and this comes directly from ABC, the description of what the next episode will be. So if you don't want to hear what the season premiere will be about, then stop this podcast now. Well, before you do, check out everything else over at oncepodcast.com and please send us your feedback. That's email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. And we would love for someone to take control of making a spoiler segment for us. If you have recording equipment, then I'd love to talk to you about um, recording a spoiler section that you could send to us. I could tack it on to the end of each episode. So that way we could just play it for those who want to hear it. And those who of us who don't can just take off our headphones, but please let us know. Okay. Now this final spoiler of what will happen in the season premiere of season two of Once Upon a Time. The episode is titled 
broken. And this comes directly from ABC. It says, Reality and myth began to merge as the fairy tale characters awaken from evil Queen Regina's broken curse. Magic is introduced to Storybrooke, and Prince Philip awakens his sleeping beauty, Aurora, (laughs) but discovers that he and traveling companion Mulan will soon have to face a deadly foe on the season premiere of ABC's Once Upon a Time. About to be a dragon. Sarah Bolger, or Bolger from The Tudors is uh, guest stars as Aurora, and Jamie Chun from Sucker Punch and The Hanover Part 2 guest stars as Mulan. Wow. I'm excited. Aurora was... Sleeping Beauty was one of my favorites as well. I had like like a top five, I guess. Or yeah. a top four. And this has a list of guest stars that I assume would also be in this episode as well. Guest starring Raphael Sabarge as Archie Hopper slash Jiminy Cricket. Lee Ehrenberg as Leroy slash Grumpy. Dr. Anders as Dr. Whale. Uh, David Anders as Dr. Whale. There's no other name there yet. Dr. Whale. Uh, Keegan Connor Tracy as Mother Superior slash Blue Fairy. Michael Raymond Jones as Mysterious Man. <laughs> Beverly Elliott as Granny. Mysterious Man. Sarah Bolger. Bolger. As Aurora, Jamie Chun as Mulan, David Paul Grove as Doc. What was her name again? Uh, Which one? Sarah Bolger. B O L G E R. I'm not so good with pronouncing names as you guys can tell. Gabe Kuth as Mr. Clark slash Sneezy. Faustino Dabata as Walter slash Sleepy. Jeffrey Kaiser as Dopey. Michael Coleman as Happy. Are you recognizing this is all of Team Seven? Oh, she's got a great face for Aurora. <laughs> Mig Macario as Bashful and Julianne Morris as Prince Philip. Broken, the season premiere of, uh, ep- of season two, was written by Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Ralph Hamecker. And that's on September 30th, 2012 at 8 p.m. 7 Central. So some awesome things coming in Once Upon a Time. I've seen the episode description for episode two, but I've already forgotten it, thankfully. And I'm not going to share it right here, but mm-hmm. you can check back. We'll share that later. But it will be completely awesome. We hope that you will tune in and get to see the premiere exactly when it airs. We'll have a live chat room going for the Eastern time and Central time over at noodle.mx slash live. And then an initial reactions podcast right after that at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 8.15 p.m. Central Time over at noodle.mx slash live. Please send us your feedback, what you think about spoilers, what you think is coming for season two and all of that. And everything and all of that information about connecting with us is over at oncepodcast.com and show notes for this episode are at oncepodcast.com slash 49. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>